Some very welcome news for gardeners. The BBC Gardeners World Autumn Fair will be at Audley End near Saffron Walden in Essex from Friday the 2nd of September to Sunday the 4th and it promises to be a superb celebration of everything that is good about this magical of seasons. Joining me to look ahead to the event is Audley End head gardener Louise Ellis. Louise, lovely of you to uh, to join me. How are things at Audley End at the moment? Uh, yeah, things are good, thank you. Um, yeah, looking at a beautiful blue sky um, and yeah, what looks to be quite a warm weekend this weekend, I think. So um, but yeah, looking good. The gardens are looking good. So, Louise, what are you looking forward to about BBC Gardeners World Autumn Fair coming to you, effectively? Yeah, I mean, we're really excited as a garden team and the whole site team, actually. It's it's the first time that we've hosted this event, and um, I think it's actually the first time that um, uh, BBC Gardeners World um, Fair have hosted um, a fair in the autumn. Um, so, I mean, it, it, it's great for us as a garden team to be able to show off the hard work that we do here. Um, the gardens are, are really varied, so we have extensive ornamental gardens um, and also um, a two-and-a-half-acre walled kitchen garden. Um, so the gardens illustrate um, probably about 400 years of, of garden history um, and obviously the staff and volunteers that care for the garden, we work really hard to make sure uh, they look as good as possible. So it's really nice to be able to, to welcome people to perhaps a garden they've never been to before, um, but also, um, you know, for people that have been to Audley M before, um, to, to come to a new event. The kitchen garden you've mentioned, and, and many people will know uh, of the kitchen garden and, and the beautiful displays at uh, Audley End. It has a posh name, doesn't it, I learned recently, a potager garden. <laughs> Um, which is an education for a lot of people. But it was an interesting part of of a, a home like that, wasn't it? The kitchen garden became the plot to plate originally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the kitchen garden here at Audley End has been in the same location since about 1750. Um, prior to that, it was located slightly closer to the house. Um, there was obviously then a move to, to move them out of sight. They were deemed to be perhaps uh, not maybe not the most attractive part of the garden. We have a very different attitude today. Um, but yeah, our, our garden here is um, is uh, restored to the Victorian period, which was the, the period that, that kitchen gardens were at their most productive. And as you say, the, the whole purpose was to grow um, fruit and vegetables and also cut flowers for the house, um, for the family that lived here, the servants that uh, also lived here and any guests but also so that those items could be sent down to, to the London property that the family owned as well. So items were sent down on the train. Um, so, yeah. And, of course, at that time, you know, pre-refrigeration, pre-importing lots of food, the family required produce throughout the year. So um, the environment within the walled garden was taken advantage of um, so that it was as productive as possible for, for the vast majority of the year. An essential part of the home economics of the, the running of the, the household. So what about the rest of the gardens? Um, what can people see? I know there's some amazing um, things to see down there, but tell us about them. Well, we have um, a capability brown landscape. Um, so the, the front view from the house um, was designed by Capability Brown in the 1760s. Um, and then we, we have a, um, a quite an extensive ornamental garden at the rear of the house, which actually the, the Gardener's World event will be looking down onto from the parkland that we've got at, at the back of the house. 
Um, so that's a parterre garden. It's a garden that's designed to be viewed from above, um, and it was created in the 1830s um, at, at the same time that the the owner of the house at that time was um, reshaping some of the um, middle floor of the house. Um, so one of the rooms in particular, the library, has a very good aerial view of the parterre. So you're sort of looking down on a tapestry of flower beds um, in a, a symmetrical formal design. So um, that's our major ornamental area, and it mixes up longer-term planting, so shrubs and herbaceous perennials, as well as annual bedding. Um, and then we have other small ornamental gardens um, across the site as well. Fantastic. So it begs the question, what is it like to be the head gardener at Audley End? Um, well, it's, it's a real privilege, actually. Um, it's a wonderful garden, um, as I say, very varied, um, with with lots of different gardening experiences. So, as a horticulturalist, um, there's a wide variety of, of work to be involved in. Um, but of course, my my role is quite is quite broad. Um, I'm part of a staff team of twelve um, gardeners who work here, and then we have sixty volunteers who support our work as well. Um, so, I'm a bit of a people manager. Um, I'm the person that, that manages the resources for the garden. So. Um, planning, ordering, making sure that all my colleagues in the, in the team have what they need to do their job. And of course, we're a public garden. We're visited by lots of people all through the year. Um, so um, lots, of, lots of interaction with visitors, tours, um, conversations with visitors. Um, I'm part of the site management team. So I link in with all my colleagues in other departments. And of course, I also do some gardening as well. So um, as much as possible, it's, it's a... Yeah, it's a really varied role. I'm, I'm really fortunate because I work across all the gardens, whereas we have some garden team members who specialise in certain areas. So that might be ornamental gardening or the landscape or the kitchen garden. I have the benefit of working everywhere. So I'm really lucky. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a great job. Now, you and the team there obviously have a large space to consider there'll be people coming to the show who've got much more modest um, gardens um, but what's the the big challenges that you face and obviously that people in their own gardens at home will be facing for the autumn I mean autumn you know autumn is a really productive time in the garden um, I mean the major challenge that we're facing now and you know there's the potential that it will run through until the autumn unfortunately is sort of drought um, you know as, as as you know I think we know across the whole country, um, yeah, it's it's a difficult time, really. Um, so um, we have lots of um, annual planting in the garden, so lots of lots of annual planting in the kitchen garden, but also bedding displays, which obviously in their early stages we have to water to get established. Um, so I would hope that um, we do get some rain, which will help because uh, we don't want to carry on on with irrigation. But yeah, autumn, yeah, I, I'm not sure that. I don't know that I'd identify um, major challenges in the autumn. I mean, the autumn, you know, it's a beautiful time in the garden. Um, it's a really busy time. Um, here at, uh, at Audley End, will be, um, there'll be a lot of harvesting going on. Um, it's probably one of the most productive times in the, in the kitchen garden. Um, and then we, we start to change our bedding over in the autumn. Um, lots of bulb planting. We start to get into things like leaf clearance. Um, you know, we can still be cutting grass into the autumn. So um, I think ourselves and gardeners in their own gardens find that it is a really busy time of year. Um, you sort of expect spring and summer to be busy, but actually autumn, um, there's a lot of 
a lot of autumn jobs to be getting on with. Yeah. During the, the pandemic, we learned that there could be up to three million uh, people who've been, become new to gardening. Some of those will have spent some of this year sort of planning to get into their gardens, maybe for the first time properly in the autumn. Are there specific things that they should be doing uh, if, you know, in terms of planning their garden and thinking it through for the autumn? Because it is that, that, you say it's that interesting, lovely time of the year, but you have to think ahead in gardening all the time, don't you? You do, you do. I mean, I think if, um, you know, if you, if it, it's very, it's challenging to have a garden that um, is, is, you know, look, well, certainly looking at its best for every single season. Um, ideally, I guess what you want from a garden is a long season of interest. Um, at somewhere like Audley End, we can, we can provide that because we've got a very big canvas to, to work on. So there are always areas that, that are looking really good all the way through from, you know, spring to, to late autumn. Um, I mean, it, visiting gardens is really good. Go to gardens where, where there are good autumn displays to get inspiration so you can get ideas about plantings. Um, uh, autumn plantings off, uh, good autumn plantings often comprise of a mixture of things like shrubs, um, flowering herbaceous plants, grasses. Grasses are really good for autumn plantings. And then also thinking about the sorts of things that you're not necessarily going to cut it all down in the autumn, things that you can leave standing. So seed heads that are, that are interesting. Um, and then also carry on from the autumn to provide you with some structure in the garden. Um, I mean, it is a beautiful time. The light levels are, are lower. It's less less glaring in the garden in the autumn. So you get these lovely sort of lights sort of shining through plants and, and softer colours. So, um, but jobs-wise, um, yeah, I mean, there's a whole host of things that, that, you know, we can all be doing in the autumn. It's a really good time for planting. Um, so people often think of just, spring planting really but it is a good time to plant in the autumn um hopefully what you'll benefit from is is winter rain um so plenty of precipitation in the winter to help those plants get established and if you plant in the autumn there's still lots of warmth in the soil so that helps roots for plants get going um and obviously in the autumn people will may well have things in their garden that are tender so being aware that the first frost is going to affect some of the plants that are in the garden. So the autumn is the time that you start to traditionally start moving some of those tender tender plants inside or into a more protected um, location. Um, and it's obviously a key time for bulb planting. Um, we plant lots of bulbs in the gardens here, both in the formal gardens and then also in the landscape um, in what uh, what we call naturalising bulbs, um, so planting under trees through grass. Um, so we'll be planting um, tens of thousands of bulbs um, in the autumn, um, and, and that's a key time for that. Mm. I always think as well the autumn is, is a beautiful time, as you, you've mentioned, the sort of sunlight changes, and you get those gold colours and the, the browns. Mm. It's quite magical, isn't it? It's absolutely lovely. And, and it sort of brings to mind people have particularly favourite autumn plants, for example. You must have one, surely. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of awesome plants that I really like and I mean um, we we have um, plants in the garden that um, visitors who come to see us in the autumn and perhaps perhaps those people that come along to, to the, the show um, will see so um, it's really difficult to choose one I have to say so um, I mean there are some herbaceous perennials that are, are perfect for the autumn and you know flowering that late summer autumn period things like asters so a sort of a daisy type flower often in pinks and purples quite soft colors that are lovely in that low light um dahlias um you know 
possibly, well, certainly in the past used to be quite a Marmite plant, but very much back in fashion, I think, and are great for sort of um, rich colours in the autumn. Obviously, they can be tender. Um, People often lift the tubers and provide some protection over the winter, but depending on how hard the winter is, they can be left in the ground and just mulched. Um, But great as a cut flower. Um, grasses, I've sort of mentioned ornamental grasses, so Miscanthus and Penicetum, um, lovely sort of flower and, and sort of seed heads that are really soft, lots of movement. Um, and then of course this fruit, um, you know, we have a lot of fruit trees in the kitchen garden, um, and, uh, September will be prime harvesting time for us and, and visitors to the show will see our fruit collection. So lots of apples and pears. Um, so it's always great to have a fruit tree in the garden if you've got the space. Um, but also, I mean, one of my favourites as well would be crab apples. Um, so autumn, perfect, lovely fruit. Uh, but you've also got lovely blossom in the spring and, and nice foliage colours. You can get, um, as well as green, you can get sort of purple tints of foliage. And um, yeah, I think it's really difficult to choose one plant, really. Um, I think you've done very well there. Yeah. There, is, there is, of course, lots and lots to see at BBC Gardener's World Autumn Fair. Um, we've got the BBC Gardener's World magazine stage. Harriet Anderson will be there. Adam Frost, Joe Swift, lots of experts to talk to. We've got the beautiful borders. And one of the things that people always say to me they enjoy, they always make a beeline for, for first of all, when they, they get to these shows, is the plant sales. There's so much to buy, isn't there? Absolutely, yeah. Um, I know that there'll be um, you know, a large number of nurseries um, at the event. So, um, and there'll be um, you know, specialised nurseries um, and nurseries that have really good quality plants for sale. Um, and, in, and I'm sure they will be um, showcasing plants that are good for that sort of autumn planting and there'll be lots of autumn colour within their planting range. So it's a, it's a great time to come and see plants that you can then imagine in your garden in the autumn the next year. So, uh, yeah, there'll, there'll be lots of choice. And do you get an opportunity to go around? Uh, and if so, what will you be buying? You're looking for something new and unusual? Or have you already got a plan of what you might want to go and, uh, go and buy? Not specifically. Um, I mean, part of my role is is buying plants for the site. Um, our, our, our site, obviously, is a historic garden. So um, we have parameters that we work in within our, our planting range. So, for example, I mentioned the parterre garden that's at the back of the house. It's an 1830s parterre. So uh, we're, we're very much mindful that, that uh, we keep the planting palette appropriate for that particular period. So it's not an area, for example, that we'd be able to incorporate things like ornamental grasses, which are a more contemporary plant, I suppose. But we are fortunate that we have an area, um, an ornamental garden at the rear of our walled kitchen garden, which there's a little bit more flexibility with. So there's a bit more mixed planting there. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think for, for me, I'll be, I'll be checking out um, additional either herbaceous perennials or grasses that, that we could include in that garden because we've got some spaces that, that it would be really nice to fill. Yeah, it's going to be a great um, show. And we should just point out, of course, that tickets to the Autumn Fair include access to the stunning gardens and grounds at uh, Audley End. So the important bit, Louise, is how can people get more information and importantly book tickets if people go on to um the bbc gardeners world fair website um, so that's bbcgardenersworldfair.com um, they'll be able to find all the details um, of the event there 
Um, and also to mention, obviously, um, I work for English Heritage. That there's actually um, a special uh, rate for members of English Heritage. It's going to be a great event, Louise. I know you're ever so busy prepping it because you want the gardens to look absolutely perfect, as they always do by the time the gates open, I know. Uh, but for now, many, many thanks and enjoy the event. Thank you very much.